A lot of people don't see it, but I identify as Yupik Eskimo. When I was a child, I had the privilege of living with my grandparents until I was five. And then after that, in the village. And then after that, I, had, I, had, I was able to go back for a couple of weeks to a month in the summertime and again at Christmas time, and I was able to stay connected with them. And it was a time back in the, from 1960 to the early 70s when, when subsistence wasn't a, uh, a lifestyle choice. It was how the community came together to survive and, and, and how we overcame obstacles. And it was a time when what children were taught was about community and, and about overcoming things and how we, came to, how we were taught how to come together. And it was a time when what, a lot of what uh, the rites of passages uh, for young men was about hunting and, and out gathering and, and doing things like that. And I have a lot of memories uh, of that time. And I remember one of my first really strong ones. I was about, oh, four years old, and I was eating duck soup. I was sitting at the, at the, kit, at the table with my grandmother. And I got full, and I didn't want to eat anymore. And I told my grandmother I didn't want to eat anymore. And she told me that if, uh, if I didn't eat all the meat on the duck, that the spirit of the duck would go out and tell all the other game that I wasted its meat. <laughs> and that when I, when I got old enough to hunt... That, it would, uh, that they wouldn't give themselves to me when I went to hunt. And you can see that I haven't wasted any since then. <laughs> so, and then when I was about five, about five years old, I was allowed to start using a 22 under supervision. I was allowed to shoot muskrats and, and ptarmigan, a couple beavers and a, and a duck here and there. And about the time I turned when, when, the summer that I turned eight, I was given my first shotgun. And it was a model 1911 Savage single shot 410 with a broken injector. Ejector, and uh, I had a uh, poker from a wood stove with a handle cut off that I would jam down the barrel to knock the shell out. And we would be, and when we would go out gathering in the boat and you know, this isn't like today where you had a 200-horsepower, you know, outboard where you'd be peering through the, through the countryside. We had like an 18-horse or a 20-horse. And it was still a whole lot better than rowing the boat. So, uh, so we were glad to have it. And then um, as, a, as being the young boy, I was allowed to sit in the front of the boat in the bow, and I would shoot the ducks that, that came by. And my grandmother told me... Uh, do not shoot anything that you don't intend to eat. And I got bored because nothing was coming close enough to shoot. I shot a seagull. <laughs> and when, when, we, when, we shot, when I shot ducks or something, we'd go by and, and just kind of reach out and grab it. Well, I didn't realize that my grandmother had grabbed that seagull. And that night, while everybody else was eating whitefish soup, I had seagull. And when I say I had seagull, I had, I, had, I had seagull, I had boiled seagull. And I mean, no salt, no pepper. I had seagull. I can still taste it. It was disgusting. <laughs> Never again shot anything that I didn't plan on eating. On that same trip, uh, we, were, we were egg hunting. And uh, my grandmother and I were uh, dropped off on this island. And... Uh, 
we were going around egg hunting, and uh, I'm a little fat boy, a little fat Eskimo boy. I got hip boots on, and I got my great big coat on, and I'm not taking my coat off because I got all my shotgun shells in my coat pockets. And I've got this gun, and I've got my, I've got my sumbulu for, for, for knocking the shells out. And I'm, and I'm out looking for these, these uh, eggs. And way overhead, I see a sandhill crane. And for those of you that don't know, a sandhill crane is a, is a wading bird. It's, it's got really long legs, a long neck, uh, sharp beak, sharp claws, uh, but it tastes really good. It was way out of range. My grandmother told me not to shoot. I shot anyway. It was a really lucky shot, in this, and, and I winged it, and it landed on the island with us. So here I am trying to chase this bird across the tundra with my hip boots, and I'm trying to ram this shell out, and I'm chasing it, and after a while, I finally get this shell out, new one in, and I get aimed at it, and I pull the trigger, and I miss from five feet <laughs> with a shotgun. <laughs> so I continue to chase it, and the island is kind of small, so we get to the end of the island. And then... Um, Sandhill cranes are wading birds, and if the water's too deep, they don't go in it. So we got to the end of the island, and the water was too deep. So it turned around and started chasing me. <laughs> so I'm trying to get away from this thing, and it's a good thing I kept the coat on, because I felt it peck me in the back a couple times. <laughs> and I finally got up, up to the up a ways on the island, got my shell back in and turned around, and I couldn't miss because my barrel was against it. And I pulled the trigger, and I got it. And I turned around, and I saw my grandmother sitting on this little pingo, and she was laughing so hard <laughs> that there were tears rolling down her, uh, her eyes. And it was a story that I would hear every, every year when I went back home to visit. You know, as I've been kind of reclaiming you know, the values that I was taught as a child, I've been trying to to, to share them with, with people. And last week, this, uh, this Facebook friend I have that I used to work with uh, posted a question. It said, uh, what is the Yupik word for, uh, uh, you know, for cutting off the fat from the meat, uh, trimming, the, trimming fat from the meat? My response was chewing. <laughs> 